Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Hey, welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. I'm Rudy Maxa. You can listen to my past shows anytime by visiting rudymaxa.com. You can also click on my five-day-a-week travel minutes. You get a quick hit on it deals and how to travel smart and other current travel advice. We are presenting a special edition of Rudy Max's World this weekend. I'm coming to you live. It's certainly a pleasure to do so from the Andaz Hotel on Sunset Strip. It's right here in the heart of West Hollywood, next door to the Comedy Store, across the street from the House of Blues. Um, this is the Sunset Strip is one of America's most famous 1.7 miles. It's got these huge multimedia billboards. It's got well-known rock clubs and restaurants. Hotels all cheek by jowl with uh, tattoo parlors frequented by movie stars and comedy clubs where some of the biggest comedians got their start and still come to try out new material. In fact, on Thursday night, I stopped by the comedy store right here next to the Andaz, and Sarah Silverman surprised the audience by doing about a 25-minute stand-up routine. Not too bad. Very cool. This hour, we're going to talk about all things involving Sunset Strip and Hollywood. We're going to meet the executive producer of a television series I'm sure you, you remember. It was called Vegas. Gardner Stern is a, a writer, and he was the producer of that series, executive producer. Uh, he says the American television industry has changed dramatically the last 10 to 15 years, and he's going to explain why the airwaves are now crowded with these uh, reality shows. And yes, Virginia, there is art in Hollywood. It's not all the Kardashian sisters and Beverly Hills housewives. Uh, Mary Norris is an art curator, and she's a consultant who's going to introduce us to the local art scene. And the chef here at the Andaz, who has uh, worked under the legendary Michelin-starred chef Alain Ducasse, uh, is going to join us. You can sample his cuisine, which is inspired by his southwestern France background, right here on Sunset Boulevard at the Andaz. You're going to meet him later this hour. I'm going to have a few deals of the week, but let's begin by checking on some of this week's travel news. You know, most of the time when you see a TV commercial for a car and that car is swooping by an ocean on a stunning, curving road with high cliffs. You know those helicopter shots that uh, take the beauty shots of the car driving along that uh, blacktop? That road is generally the Pacific Coast Highway near Big Sur and Carmel here in California. Well, on Wednesday, a 40-foot section of the Pacific Coast Highway, also called the PCH here, crumbled into the sea after several days of heavy rain. No one was injured. But the highway there is now closed as the spring tourism season is set to begin. The collapse occurred south of Carmel near Rocky Creek Bridge, which is one of the most famous of the arch bridges along this scenic part of the PCH. So if you want to get to Big Sur from the north, it's going to take you about an hour longer than usual. You've got to take Highway 101 inland through the Salinas Valley and drive that steep, winding mountain road to the coast. Beijing's International Airport pushed London's Heathrow out of second place as the world's busiest airport, as measured by passenger traffic. Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson Airport remains number one, but Beijing is coming up fast from behind. Atlanta, you better start adding more people. It's been just over a week since Japan's coast was hit by an earthquake and a massive tsunami. So how is tourism affected by this disaster? I asked Marion Goldberg to join us. She's a friend of mine, and she's an expert on Japan. She's worked with the Japan's National Tourism Office in New York City. Marion, thank you for coming on board today. Hi, Rudy. How are you? Well, fine. How are you? 
Good. I think we're both doing better than the folks in Japan. Well, you've had so much yes. experience with Japanese clients and, and working with the Japan National Tourist Organization. How, first of all, how important is Japan is tourism to Japan? Uh, and and what, what's your overall feeling of the impact of uh, this disaster? Well, I mean, the, 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 the disaster is, is getting worse and, and worse. I mean, everyone in, that I've talked to in Tokyo is telling me that it's getting more and more frightening. But it is, con right now, it's not really, uh, you know, the nuclear issue is not really affecting people in Tokyo and then Western Japan. That it, that it, the supplies, because things are not being able to be distributed and things are on the factories are closed in certain areas people are not getting the supplies they need and in fact you know they just closed a GM factory in Louisiana temporarily because they can't get the auto parts that they need from Japan so nice. people are you know really worried about not you know supermarkets don't have food because they can't produce some of the food products they can't ship the things um, and so everybody in Japan is being really wonderful to each other and really dropping off food to, uh, to houses of neighbors well, and when well, bakeries. I did notice Kyoto. that. I've Hello? noticed that. I've noticed that on the news, on the evening news, saying that you didn't think the nuclear situation was affecting much. I, well, I get right the impression. Now, right now, in terms of, you know, um, in, in terms of Tokyo and, and Western Japan, in the, you know, it's not like the... It, the radiation is damaging anyone. It's being very well contained within, let's say, um, a 50-mile radius of the impact area in, north, in northeastern Japan, the Sendai region. So right. people in, in, in the rest of Japan are not worried about that just yet, They're in case something else gets worse. But right now, that part is not impacting them. So... You know, flying into Tokyo, a lot of people are worried about going through Tokyo, is not really a problem yet. Um, I think, I so, think the, the, the power outages that have, that have hurt the train system and public transportation that, probably is having a bigger impact. power outages are another issue because they're not being able to produce the power that they need. So, yes, transportation is being shut down. Other things are being shut down. And that's why some of the factories producing things are being are closing or are on a limited capacity because well, of the power situation. Yeah, it's interesting that I asked, I started this uh, chat with you by asking the effect of of the, the tsunami and the earthquake and the nuclear situation on Japan. But in fact, it's affecting us as well. You mentioned the GM factory closing here. And I just yeah. read a news story the other day about uh, Japanese tourism to Hawaii plummeting because, you know, people aren't coming over right now. So it's really affecting us too, isn't it? And, it, and, and, and even here, where I am in New York, uh, Japan is the 11th uh, country in terms of visitors to, to the New York area. And so they represent a, a substantial part of the tourism economy coming into New York. And they are not coming. They're not really traveling either. They're, you know, they're, they're not being able to get out and come. And right. they're not in the necessarily in a traveling mood as far as tourism goes. And people are canceling trips in both directions. So, yes. All right, well, I know you share with me a hope that normality returns soon, and I thank you for joining us, Marion. Oh, that, that was very quick. <laughs> it's very but quick on radio. To... Okay, I understand. <laughs> you look forward to what? All right.
Talk to you I soon. look forward okay, to talking bye. to you again, Marion. Thanks very much. I look forward to talking to Marion again. Uh, sorry, we had a little blip there. She left my headset. Uh, Marion Goldberg uh, is a former employee of the Japan National Tourism Office and uh, is a public relations woman who handles a lot of Japanese clients out of New York. Uh, when we come back, we're going to check in on the state of television entertainment today here in Hollywood with Gardner Stern. He's a writer and former executive producer of the TV series Vegas. We'll learn a little more about him and what's happening in the TV world and how it's changed if you stick around in Rudy Max's world. I'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Jack knocked over a candlestick onto the shag carpeting, and his pants ignited into flames, causing him to stop, drop, and roll. Luckily, Jack recently had Geico help him with renter's insurance because all his belongings went up in flames. Jack got full replacement and now has new pants he ordered from Banana Republic. Visit geico.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. <coughs> On average, a smoker will die 15 to 20 years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money. Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke. Just water vapor. Crazy. I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar. No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip, call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Samuel Adams, and nearly every day for the past 27 years, I've had a Boston lager. Nice, rich amber color and a head so thick, you can float a bottle cap on it. I taste the sample from every batch, and I still look forward to the taste of the next one. Ah, delicious. Samuel Adams Boston Lager. Cheers to an American original. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save it responsibly. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It's 18 minutes after the hour. You're in Rudy Maxa's world where the topic is all travel all the time. And we got a special edition going this weekend. We're coming to you from the Andaz Hotel. Uh, Andaz, by the... Well, I'll tell you about that in a minute, what that word means. Um, this is uh, a branch of the Hyatt... Uh, uh, family of hotels, and uh, it fits perfectly uh, in our location, which is Sunset Boulevard in West Hollywood. Uh, it's a very cool, elegantly designed, uh, a modern facility. Um, 
really worth checking out if you're planning a trip to Los Angeles. You're very well located across the House of Blues and next to uh, uh, the comedy store, so you can walk to your, your evening entertainment. I'm delighted to welcome to the show Gardner Stern. He's an old friend and uh, of, of mine, and he is a old hand. I don't mean old literally, but he's a veteran hand at writing for television shows and producing them. He produced uh, 86 episodes of Vegas, wrote 14 of them. He was a producer with NYPD Blue. He worked on Law & Order, Chicago Hope, and Shark. He's got a list as long as my arm of credits. And with, and, and I wanted to talk to him about how the television industry has changed over the last several years. We had lunch the other day, and he was telling me, I said, come on on the show and talk to us about it. Gardner, welcome to uh, Rudy Max's World. Thank you, Rudy. Glad to be here. Nice to have you. So what have you seen during your career? What is, what is the sea change that uh, you were hinting to me about at lunch that has, has really re revolutionized the way television shows are, are produced here and, and what shows we see as consumers? Well, I think there there have really been two sort of paradigm shifts in, in how the television business works. Uh, one of them is, uh, as we, we discussed a little the, the other day, is the increasing vertical integration in the television business. And by that I mean that it used to be there were sort of independent studios and there were major networks, and there were the creative people like myself, the writers and directors and all that. And there was sort of this, it was almost like three branches of government. They were all checks against the other. For instance, if, if I uh, pitched a new show to a studio and they liked it and we went in, and pitched it to a network, well, first of all, you'd be able to go to any network you wanted. Now, with uh, networks, you know, with networks owning the studios and, and uh, the, the effect that has, while they may pay lip service to the fact that a studio may say, oh, I can go anywhere, the fact is there's definitely a most favored nation uh, status. Between. So that that so that leaves less wiggle room for new ideas uh, for you to play a studio excuse me a network off against another because if you're talking to a production company or a studio that's owned by a network that's where that show's either going to go or not right that's correct that's exactly so is, correct does that explain why we have all these reality shows now well well that that that's part of it and and the other part is that along with the vertical integration came more an increasing amount of corporate ownership. You know, General uh, Electric NBC now and all their networks, and they're, in a sense, more. they have to put out a quarterly report to their shareholders about what's going on. They're more profit-oriented. Gardner, uh, can, can I just interrupt you? Are you on a cordless phone? Uh, I am. Are you, can you, are, you near, are you near the... Uh, the base, because we're getting a lot of crackling of some strength. Okay, Can you let, get near you know, to let, the... me, let me go switch to a different phone. Um, how are we going to do that? We're going to have to call you back, right? No, no I'll just, I, I can switch to a, just a oh, different okay. extension. That's, uh, this is why I love live radio. You can yeah, watch us making it. That's right. <laughs> um, let me see I want... if, if this is a... 
Well, you're sounding much more clearly clear now, by the way. Yeah, we're talking with Gardner Stern, a writer and a producer of television shows. And you were explaining what you were going to you were going to explain to us why there's so many darn reality shows on television. Well, well, I was saying that because of the increasing amount of corporate ownership, more and more of the networks. Uh, I'm talking primarily about the broadcast networks are concerned about putting out that quarterly profit report. And since reality shows are much less expensive than scripted series, there has been a trend towards them. And, I, and I'll add also, it isn't just that. There seems to be uh, the public likes them. <laughs> you know, a how, bunch how, of them have gotten pretty good ratings. Oh, yeah. I know. How much yeah. less expensive, Gardner? Roughly, I mean, is, is it one-tenth the cost, one-half well, the cost? I'd say it's approximately for a good... You know what? What, what an, a scripted hour costs now versus script uh, versus an hour reality show, probably somewhere between uh, the reality show is twenty to thirty percent of what a scripted show costs. Wow! And so, so that helps the company's bottom savings. line. And, I uh, see. Well, but don't things go in waves? I mean, I remember when Current Affair and Hard Copy and all these tabloid shows were on, and people were lamenting the decline of television journalism. I said, you know, it'll pass, and it largely has, although we do have TMZ and so on. Isn't, is, don't you, but don't you think that the reality thing will, some, you know, will play itself out and some other I, thing will I come do. along? I, I think it, there, there will be less of that, and there has been sort of a, a return just in the last couple of years to more scripted fair and uh you know hopefully and again you know the the, the sort of the, the irony is that you'll read a lot of sort of commentators in the press saying that by and large the best stuff done particularly in terms of dramas is on television these days versus feature films, which have become, mm. you know, in a, in a sense, I don't know nearly as much about it, but what I've heard is and, and read and sense is there's the same, you know, pressure to make money, and that's why you have, you know, eight Spider-Mans and 16 Batman. They just they, they develop brands as opposed to... Uh, you know, form as opposed to just pieces of good drama. Right. But, well, you do have you. Do, you've got Mad Men. You've got uh, Deadwood. Well, you had Deadwood. You've got I don't know all the all this, you know Boardwalk Empire. I mean HBO right. and Showtime and all right. and A and E are they are coming out with great shows. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean that's so, why and and that's you know that that's the other side of the coin in a sense. What's happening at the networks by and large is somewhat depressing for someone like me but on the other hand you have the uh certain growth of the cable networks which are allowing really creative and and innovative types of programming which is great for someone like me right we've just got about a minute left but let me ask you when you were shooting vegas what percentage of the show was shot in vegas uh about one half of one percent. Really? So the ex the, the exteriors, the show open and all that, but everything else was L.A. Yeah, we built. We had the largest stage in Los Angeles. We we had two giant stages, uh, at which we literally tore down a wall between them, built our own casino. Um, 
Really? So we film most of it there. We would occasionally go to Vegas for some exteriors. But, uh, you know, fortunately, if you're doing anything outside of uh, the Strip in Vegas, it looks kind of like Los Angeles. Right, so, exactly. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of Culver City in, uh, in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, that's so, great. Well, it's all smoke yeah. and mirrors here, you showbiz guys. i got to yeah, tell you. That's right. New York is Toronto, and that's L.A. Right. is Vancouver, and I yeah. don't know what. Hey, Gardner, I, I, thanks for taking time out of your weekend to talk with us. I appreciate it. No problem. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Gardner okay. Stern uh, is a, a, screen, a script writer for many television series, from Chicago Hope to Law & Order to NYPD Blue. He was the executive producer of Vegas. He produced 86 episodes of that series and wrote 14 of them. And uh, now I know why we have so many reality shows on, on television. Stick around. In just a moment, we're going to, well, in a few minutes, in uh, the, the second segment from now, we're going to talk with uh, a woman who's intimately involved in the arts here. She's founded and funded the Museum of Contemporary Art in Los Angeles. Her name is Mary Norris, and I look forward to chatting with her. We're going to bring the chef out of the kitchen. You can hear the kitchen here at the Andaz. Uh, over to my side, you may hear some clanking around. The uh, chef and sous chef are getting ready for the next meal. His name is Pierre Gornes, G-O-R-N-E-S. That's a Spanish name. We're going to ask Pierre... Uh, how he, uh, how he does what he does here and why you ought to stop in and have breakfast, lunch, or dinner at the Andaz Hotel. We're here on Sunset Boulevard in West Hollywood. It's a special edition of Rudy Max's World. We're talking showbiz. We're talking about, uh, oh, the Comedy Club, House of Blues. A little piece of God's country here on this 1.7 miles. Well, not exactly. Stick around. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you'll find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Does a rolling stone gather no moss? No moss. You're going to have to trust me on this one. Switch to GEICO now and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. 15 minutes could save you 15%. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Let me say a word about that 800 number. That's 800-387-8025. 
Uh, some of our stations time shift our shows. Sometimes we have to tape a little ahead of time. If you call that number and we're not on the air, you'll get a recording. You'll hear my voice. I'll invite you to leave a message. If you've got a travel question, please uh, go ahead and ask it. Leave your phone number. Tell me what a good time to call you back is. And leave your name. Some people forget to do that. So 800-387-8025 if you have any uh, a, a travel question or if you'd like to suggest a topic for a show or have a comment, we may put you on the air. We're coming to you live here from the Andaz Hotel in uh, uh, West Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard along the Sunset strip in los angeles california and we're coming live you'll hear some background in the noise we're just sort of between the entrance to the hotel and the restaurant which is called rh i'll tell you what that means in a minute and we're in a uh, we're looking at the open kitchen it's said to be the largest in la and behind me here are is an entire wall of glass coolers for refri- uh, for uh, uh, storing wine and uh, in the open kitchen, there are glass-doored refrigerators. You can see where the food is stored. You can see everything going on. It's quite a show. Stop in RH here at Andaz. Breakfast, lunch, dinner RH, by the way, stands for the former nickname for this hotel, which was the Riot Hotel or the Riot Hyatt back in the 70s when rock stars turned this into a nonstop party palace. It's a bit more sophisticated now, a lot more sophisticated now, and a lot more quiet. Andaz, by the way, means personal style in Hindi. And... Uh, it's a very clever name. You're, finding, you're going to find Andazes all over the world. They're popping up like flowers in the springtime. Um, I'm delighted to be joined by the chef who runs the kitchen I was just describing. His name is Pierre Gornez. Good afternoon. Did I pronounce it correctly? Very good. Yes. Now, you're from southwest, <coughs> excuse me, southwestern France, but that's a Spanish surname. Am I correct? Yes. It's from uh, Catalonia. From Catalonia. Um, which isn't too far from uh, southwestern France, yes. just across the border. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were the sous chef until just recently, like this week. Correct. You are now the chef. Congratulations on the promotion. Thank you. Thank you very much. And you, I know you worked with, uh, uh, you've worked in France, I mean in, in Paris, excuse me. You worked at the Bel Air before you came here. Uh, and in Paris you worked at Les Ambassadeurs, the Crayon, Hotel which is Crayon. a fairly serious hotel. Um, what is your concept for the food here? Are you going to be changing things a bit? I know your predecessor was also from southwestern France. Am I correct? Yes. Uh, Chef and I were both from southwest. Um, there is going to be very little change, just new dish to the spring menu. Um, the concept, we keep the concept the same. Uh, there will be just seasonal uh, new dishes added to the menu. You must have, I, I, I'm sure in southwestern France you were spoiled at least part of the year, but here you must have a wide range of, 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 of produce and products to draw because of the climate mm-hmm. and the agriculture in this, this state. It must be a great place to be a chef. This is wonderful to work here because the availability of produce um, is amazing. Um, that's what we're trying to use the most and uh, to reflect that in our kitchen with our style. Give me a couple of your favorite dishes. Let our audience who maybe haven't eaten yet. Uh, we have a beautiful uh, braised beef chick ah. uh, for eight hours, served with local uh, baby carrots and uh, cabbage. Uh, we have um, local halibut with, um, I would say, the the best mashed potato in town, Ooh. and. Um, and a beautiful sauce with a brown butter and capers. I had a lovely chicken breast for lunch the other day here in the several days I've been uh, waiting. How did you become a chef, Pierre? Uh, I ha- became a chef, I would say, with my dad. Uh, he was very into food and wine. Um, he gave me the passion through my years growing. Well, and what did he do for a living? Uh, he was a accounting. So he was, not, he was not a chef? He was not a chef, but he has a lot of friends. They were 
great chef around the southwest of France, and uh, we often invite them home so to try to impress them, to show them what he could do. And when did you start playing around in the kitchen, if you'll pardon the phrase? I would say like 14 years old. Did you cook dinner for the family? Cook dinner for family and mostly help my dad cook to impress his friends. And when did it occur to you you could make a profession, make a living doing this? I was about 19, 20. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to apprenticeship. I decided I quit school and went uh, apprenticeship. Was dad behind, mom and dad okay with this? Yes, of course, yes. Okay. And your first big job was in Paris? My first big job, I think it was uh, through my apprenticeship. Uh, I stayed for four years in the same uh, restaurant. Which was where? Uh, in uh, Saint-Félix-du-Lauragais, a um, little bit of countryside of Toulouse, mm-hmm. where I'm from. Uh, it was one star Michelin, so he was a very good chef. Great and, place uh, to do your stage, right? Did you ever imagine you'd be on Sunset Boulevard in this crazy city cooking? Never. <laughs> never. Coming from my... I, I am, uh, I would never think, like, 10 years ago I would be here today. I mean, you grew up in the country, in France, yes. in the countryside. Close to the farms, yes. Well, we're glad you're here. And the nice thing about this restaurant is, uh, we only have about 15 seconds left, but I do want to say, the nice thing is, anybody can come here and say hello to you. I mean, this kitchen is, to say it's open is an understatement. Yes, it's very open, and we have direct contact with the customers. Uh, we have direct feedback also, which is very good. <laughs> um, yes, it's very interesting uh, kitchen first for me to work in kitchen like that and it was it's a great experience well congratulations on uh, becoming the head chef here thank you and thank if you i will say to anybody coming to los angeles stop by uh, the andas here on uh, sunset boulevard and the sunset strip and ask for pierre gornas uh, come on into rh and have a meal and uh, don't be shy say hello to him he's a friendly guy thank you thank you pierre stick around we'll be right back we're gonna get a little artsy craftsy on you and talk about art here Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. <coughs> on average, a smoker will die 15 to 20 years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money. Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke, just water vapor. Crazy. I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar. No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Motorcycle owners, here's something to stash in your saddlebags. GEICO could save you money on motorcycle insurance. And here's how easy it is. You call GEICO and speak to a specialized motorcycle agent who gives you a free rate quote. If you're like thousands of other riders, the rate is less than what you pay now. And before you can say cha-ching, the agent also tells you about 24-7 emergency road service for less than a dollar a month. Savings. It's what we do for people. Call today for a free rate quote. GEICO. Saving people money on more than just car insurance. 
Your computer used to be fast back when it was brand new. If it's getting slower and you're considering buying a new one, wait! Your computer might have been exposed to spyware, malware, or viruses. You could also have registry errors. Don't waste your money buying a new computer. Just go to DoubleMySpeed.com for a free diagnosis. DoubleMySpeed totally cleaned out my system and increased my speed. DoubleMySpeed.com increased the speed of my computer from the very first day. My computer computer was on its last leg. Now it's like new again. Keep your computer running like new. Log on to DoubleMySpeed.com for your free diagnosis. It's the best you could ask for. Outstanding. And my computer is running faster than ever. Find out what's slowing down your computer. Go to DoubleMySpeed.com to get your free diagnosis. That's DoubleMySpeed.com. DoubleMySpeed.com. Get your free diagnosis now. Visit DoubleMySpeed.com. As a Major League Baseball umpire for over 30 years, I've learned focus is everything. That's why I switched to a complete multivitamin with more. Only one-a-day men's 50-plus advantage has both ginkgo for memory and concentration, plus support for heart health. Centrum can't give you all that. And in this game, I want every advantage. One-a-day men's 50-plus advantage, the official multivitamin of Major League Baseball. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. 43 minutes after the hour. Welcome back to RudyMaxes.com. Welcome back to West Hollywood, to the Andaz Hotel on Sunset Boulevard, right here on Sunset Strip. And as I said at the top of the show uh, an hour and a half ago, it's not all Kardashian sisters here. It's not all housewives of Beverly Hills. There's art here in, this, in these them hills. And one of the women who's responsible for bringing a lot of art to this city is Mary Norris. She's an art curator. Uh, she's a consultant. And uh, let's start with the macro. Let's start with right where we're sitting now. When this hotel opened a couple years ago, uh, Mary, you were instrumental in bringing, I know, a lot of the sculpture uh, and, and artwork that is, that is here at the Andaz. How did that come to be? Well, at that time, I was hired by the Hyatt because there was a percent for art requirement that went along with the uh, renovation, total renovation of this hotel. That's a local uh, ordinance? Yes. LA-wide or just West Hollywood? Both. Okay. Most cities now, actually. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's a percent of the construction cost. And I worked with representatives from from the Hyatt, and we did that piece, and I'm sure you've noticed, that's on the front by Jacob Hashimoto. Can you describe that? Because obviously you're on the radio and folks can't see it, and you're more articulate than I am on it. Uh, Well, they're kite shapes, and it reads as a tapestry. They're cut out of, they're cut steel hexagon uh, pieces. I think there are over 700, and they're all painted different graphic kinds of colors it's and big. shapes. And it's big. It's big. It's big. It's, I can't remember, maybe 11 feet high by 10 feet across. Anyway, one of the things that's very successful about this is that you can see it driving by, which is part of public art. You have to be able to see it. This will be interesting to you. For example, in a hotel, the hotel lobby doesn't qualify 
for uh, public art. It has to be something on the outside of the building. But in this case, um, it is on the outside, but the people on the inside in the restaurant and lounge can share in the experience of this art. That's true, because we have floor-to-ceiling windows here in, in, at RH, the restaurant, and you can see it from the, yeah, from the exactly. back, so it works both sides. Right, right, and that's very unusual. And I'm looking around, and I, I, I see other sculpture here. Did mm -hmm. you choose all these pieces? I did. And are they all local artists? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is that one of the stipulations, or not necessarily? No. Okay. That happened. We purchased two pieces right away when the hotel was opening. And since then, I have developed something that I made up that's called Art Scene at the Andaz. So about every six months or something, I rotate things, and I ask my artist friends if they would be kind enough to loan so you're, you're art curating the, art well, here in the in the Andaz. Do you do this for other hotels? No. Right here. Right here. Okay. Um, well, lucky lucky you, Michelle Moreau, the general manager, is over is giving us a thumbs up. That's right. That's right. Now you founded and funded the Museum of Contemporary Art. I didn't fund it. Well, on the other hand, I certainly raised a lot of money. Okay. All right. I, That's what, I, I didn't know if you wrote the check yourself or. No. 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 Um, uh, Yes. Right, well, I was one of the original founders, literal. Well, let's, let's use that as now, okay, now that we've talked about that, let's look more more generally at Los Angeles and art. Is this a vibrant art community? You, I, yeah. It's just screaming right now. It's interesting. When we started the museum in 1979, part of that was because there was no venue mm -hmm. to show contemporary art other than galleries. So mm -hmm. there was no, the Los Angeles County Museum wasn't, you know, doing very much as, uh, for, as far as showing the artists who were living here. Right. And there've al there's always been a huge artist community here, but at this moment, fast forward from 79 to now, it's just blown wide open. Just in the last couple of years, it's fascinating. Is this because there are patrons who will, who yeah. will buy? Who will actually buy here and not go to Europe or New York, yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. Are we doing French fries in the background there, Michelle? Oh, I hope so. Sounds, they're they're the best. That's, it sounds, it's not a tsunami. It's something coming from the kitchen here at RH. Um, and, and have you seen our artists coming here more now because of that? Did it, does word get out about these things? Well, I bring a lot of people here to introduce them to the hotel because the food here is amazing. It's just absolutely no, amazing. I, I didn't mean the hotel. I meant Los Angeles. Oh, Los way. Angeles. Which, oh, no. <laughs> okay. I'm glad they come to the hotel, too. But <laughs> okay. What was the question? I was just asking whether the community, whether word gets out around the world that Los Angeles is a vibrant art place and absolutely. more artists come here. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You know, we have quite a few major museums here. We've got MoCA, we've got LACMA, we've got the Hammer, we've got the Craft and Folk Art Museum. I mean, these are just off the top of my and head. you got and, a couple of Gettys. Vibe, and we do have the Getty <laughs> over there on the hill. That's right, right. Hey, Mary, thank you for joining us. Of course. Thank you very much. Mary Norris is an art curator. She curated the art here for the Andaz. Come, you can come see it. Walk right in. <laughs> we'll be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Fifty-two minutes after the hour, 
Welcome back to Rudy Max's World, where it's all travel all the time. Gosh, it's been a great show. We've got a few deals of the week. Let's start one. Let's start with one from the hotel we're at, the Onda. is perfectly appropriate. There's a, uh, a current offer called Love Goes Around Package. And you and your special someone can check in here if you ask for this package. And you'll get a $100 hotel credit for use, I presume, at, restaurant, at the restaurant and elsewhere. Uh, as well as breakfast for two the morning you stay here. So give a ring or go online and check out ondazwesthollywood.com. And ondaz is spelled just like it sounds, A-N-D-A-Z. ondazwesthollywood.com. Ask about the Love go around pack- Goes Around package. Um, if you want to go to the beach here, Laguna Beach isn't far from uh, 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 Los Angeles. Uh, La Casa del Camin- Cam- Camino Hotel has a deal. $159 a night gets you uh, your room, breakfast, a bottle of wine, parking, and spa uh, discounts. Um, you've got to use the promotion code SWEETHEART. It's another uh, uh, romantic package on offer. Uh, this hotel is located on the beach at Laguna. Um, surfing is the uh, specialty of the place. You can find out more information by calling the La Casa del Camino. La Casa del Camino in Laguna, in Laguna Beach. And uh, if, if, if you're a baseball fan and you've never gone to... Uh, uh, to see the spring training in either in you know, the Grapefruit League in Florida or the Cactus League in Arizona. All kinds of hotels in both those places have special deals. Uh, the Scottsdale Convention and Visitors Bureau has a discount page that highlights a lot of spring break offers, including discounts on hotels and attractions. So does the MESA, M-E-S-A, the MESA Convention and Visitors Bureau. So just, uh, just go in any search engine and type in Scottsdale Convention and Visitors Bureau or MESA Convention and Visitors Bureau and check out some of the spring training packages so you can watch your favorite team work out and save some uh, money as well. And in Florida, if you're closer to uh, uh, spring training uh, camps in Florida, um, check out hotels uh, as, such as the Intercontinental in, Ta- <clears throat> excuse me, in Tampa, the Renaissance Vinoy Resort in St. Petersburg, uh, the Jupiter Beach Resort and Spa, the Sheraton Tampa Riverwalks Hotel. All of these hotels, in fact, if I didn't list a hotel that you know of in these jurisdictions, call them up and say, I want to come down for spring training or come over for spring training. What have you got? And you may find uh, uh, some surprising deals. And if San Francisco uh, is the way you think of uh, a California vacation, the Mandarin Oriental has a deal going uh, this weekend through April 30th. It's called an Unplugged Spring Break Package, and it's uh, aimed at families. It's a bit pricey. It's $8.75 a night for a family of four, but you get two adjoining rooms. So uh, the Mandarin Oriental is a gorgeous hotel in, in San Francisco. It's, I call it a perched hotel. It's in a... Uh, a high-rise, and the hotel is right at the top. I've actually stayed there and looked down on the clouds as they come in over the city, which is a pretty weird thing to do. You can do that in airplanes, but not many hotels allow you to do it. Um, you'll get two adjoining rooms, um, uh, and uh, the kids will get a choice of games and snacks. You'll also get four tickets to the aquarium, aquarium of the Bay's Cruise Combo, and you can walk inside the aquarium and then take an hour-long bay cruise around San Francisco. Always a nice thing to do with the family. So that's a family spring break package for four. All you have to do is go to mandarinoriental.com forward slash San Francisco. So, boy, you can hear them in the kitchen throwing plates around. It's getting furious now. They're getting ready for, uh, getting ready to start cooking for folks. A couple of things I didn't have time for uh, during the news you should know about. Um, AT&T this week said that wireless calls and text messages sent from the U.S. to Japan uh, by AT&T subscribers, obviously, will be free through the end of March. That's a good gesture, nice PR move. 
Uh, and the company will also credit any calls and texts you made as far back as March 11th in this offer. Now, you should note that prepaid customers are not covered by this deal, but calls from AT&T customers in Puerto Rico to Japan are. And speaking of Japan and earthquakes, uh, I'd recommend you pick up a copy of this week's Newsweek and see our friend Simon Winchester's article on earthquakes. Simon has been a frequent guest on this show. You know he's a terrific writer, uh, but he's a geologist by training and has a special expertise in earthquakes and tsunamis. And he has written a piece that if you live in San Francisco will make you feel very nervous. That's this week's uh, Newsweek, Simon Winchester's uh, article on uh, his reflections on what happened in Japan and what, might, uh, what the future might hold for folks living in San Francisco. And finally, make sure you empty your suitcase before your next trip. The CEO of St. Jude Medical, that's the uh, huge medical technology company, uh, his name is Dan Starks. He was arrested this past week when police at New Delhi, uh, that's in India, New Delhi's airport, found a single gun shell in his luggage. Apparently, the shell was from a personal firearm that he was not carrying at the time, uh, but the 56-year-old executive uh, was arrested. He was released from custody the next day, but there's a lesson in his experience for every traveler. Make sure there aren't, well, among other things, a stray gun shell uh, in your suitcase when you go to travel. I've got to tell you, we spent several days here um, at the Andas here on Sunset Boulevard and the Suns and Sunset Strip here in West Hollywood. Um, so I've had the pleasure of walking around the neighborhood, as I mentioned at the top of the show, stopping in the comedy store right next door to the hotel, going to the House of Blues across the street, and then going about a mile up the road to, uh, uh, to the Roxy. I think, I, think I'm, I, I decided last night I'm too old for the Roxy. I've got to tell you, I will confess that. But uh, there were a lot of people younger than I was having a ball. I've got to thank Olivia Moore and Michelle Moreau here at the Andaz. In fact, the staff of the whole Andaz uh, West Hollywood for their kindness during our stay. Don't miss that rooftop pool. Nice place to spend the afternoon. My engineer here in Hollywood, Julian Vega, Jeff Ryder in Scotland. The executive producer is Anna Schofield. I thank them all, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week here in Rudy Max's World. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.